Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time? Say no. Geek Father real loud. Geek Fire way out! And welcome back, guys. That's right. Over this long pause, missed time, the craziness. We got sucked into a black hole of life. Of chaos. Yes. Filled Which with chaos. Which life is chaos. Yes. Being parents. That's right, guys. Scotty P here with my sidekick, co-host, Kyle Smash. What's up, buddy? What's up, brother? I don't know. Sick friend. I don't know yeah. either. Oh, allergies are killing me here. Yeah, but yeah. that's parenting is still there, as you know, as part of the geek fathers. Uh, you don't get a sick day as a parent. No, no. We continue to bring all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent up to the last minuscule nanosecond that we possibly can, sick or healthy or otherwise. That's right. We're here till the bitter end, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Very bittersweet. Yeah, it is. It is. It's all. So, guys. It's me in the feels. It is. Uh, Geek Fathers is kind of coming to a full circle, mm-hmm. as it is, uh, with some things that are happening, as we say, in life, like we say, the chaos and everything beyond. Uh, we are doing our subject matter tonight. We, we Since we were not able to do a panel at GalaxyCon, we're going to give you a little taste of that here. and. And of course, it's it it's the basis around Pump Up the Volume, the movie from 1990, starring Christian Slater. Really, just sharing We're, our our love of it and kind of well, comparison that we see. Well, from the, here there, today. There, there's some good like, ooh, yeah, that that's what I should or should not do with my kid. Like, you know, even though that that movie is like 30 years old, you know, I think from a parenting level, and we'll get into it, but I'll say it right now: from a parenting level, it's everything you shouldn't do, and right uh, for the most part. Uh, but about, it tends to be a 90, trope that about, parents fall into. Right, ninety-five percent of that movie is showing you the 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 downside of what parents, sh- how they should not be parenting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that was my big brag when I first started the show years ago. Now was that I wanted to come in like Christian Slater's character from Pump Up the Volume, being like, I'm gonna let loose and just the, open up the filter about parenting and how my kids are yeah. and well, how my kid. Well, I only had At one the back then. That's yeah, I only did. had the one. Um, you know, but it was going to come in. It was going to be very unfiltered, which I think, for the most part, we've kept too true to yeah. the show. You well, know, we we got older and kind of cleaned our act up a little bit, uh, especially that, our language. We 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 uh, matured. The show matured. I don't know if we matured. The show matured. Yeah, wishful thinking. Absolutely. Uh, so that that's how that was my gearing towards the beginning of the show. So it's appropriate that this uh, and we'll we'll play taps whatever you need to at this point 
that this will be the last episode for the Geek Fathers for the indefinite future. Yeah. Of foreseeable. Foreseeable future. Of it's it's just kind of weird, like you know, like just thinking about it, really, because it's you know we're not going to deep dive in why because that's between me and Smash here. Mm-hmm. There there are just things in life we love doing this show. Well, I mean, and, we do. Uh, it's and yeah, we don't have to go into specifics, but even then, they're normal things in life. You know, there's you get older, you get busier, you've got two kids who are you know growing fast like weeds and right. you know and you just it, it takes more and it takes more and and, yeah. and uh, you know as you as you go and yeah it gets harder and harder so it's you know he said it's it's a foreseeable future right now you know we we have to do we have to kind of we have to go on our different journeys absolutely say, yeah different paths and uh i just find it weird mm-hmm. because of what happened with gui flagship it's kind of following suit being the original show and then Geek, when it was just the Geek Father, yeah. was the first show to create the actual network. So it's just kind of weird within a few months of both the two initial shows for the network are shutting down, if you will. Yeah. You know, where it's just sort of like, oh, like just a little extra jab there in the, in the, in the feels, you yeah. know, when it comes <laughs> to how we built this, the GY network and the things that we've done over the years. Our empire. Uh, of dirt. <laughs> Wow, nice uh, Johnny yeah, Cash thank throw, you, brother. Thank you. I like that. <clears throat> Actually, it was Nine Inch Nails, but Johnny Cash covered it. Yes, we fucking no, but you know, <laughs> hey he, man, you know I got even Nine Inch Nails to say he did it better. Oh, yes, yes. He that, took what they did, which was great, and he did it better. Very true. So, guys, we're going to bring you uh, still a fun episode to end the 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 Geek Fathers run, if you will. Uh, we're going to be talking about some pump up the volume, just, uh, you know, how we get about, we talk about our movies and TV shows anyways. That's really become a will, niche that we've done. Will you tell me, uh, tell me something, uh, as, as far as the show goes, do you have, is there a specific memory that you, that will stick with you? Oh, we're going to Whether... start with this type of thing now. Okay. Oh, you know, we're, we're already in it, uh, emotionally. So let's. Let's do it. Excuse me. Again, allergies are kicking my butt by the time we're recording this, so I apologize for all the coughing and stuff mm-hmm. I got to do. I pr- it's not a half lung again. I pr- promise. No half lung this time. Just allergies are kicking no my half, butt. No Scotty half lung. Oh, dude, go back to the, <sighs> go back to that GUI Kevin Smith episode where oh, I'm like, early, I'm, sip- early I'm sipping on whiskey thinking it's just a cold or something, and yeah, just yeah, bad news. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So a top memory from this show, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of hard to tell. I would say, well, probably a top memory is just using my oldest as part of the intro. Just, yeah. be, just being able to lock that into history with this show. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know we had always talked about we were think, you know, looking at changing some stuff back before like mm-hmm. dark times and a few other things. We're still going to but... keep the kids in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're so good to keep yeah. the kids. But but it was nice that uh I was hoping to have the kids on more often. Yeah. But again, progression, how things roll, the kids you know, you're you're doing adult stuff. We don't give a shit about that, you know. That's what they're 
at least how they portrayed it to me. Um, <laughs> I think it's you know, just we don't understand it. It's dumb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's not my video game. It's not my YouTube time. Right. So why the hell am I doing it? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So the the fact that I was able to even get Logan just to help, like, get that sound bite enough mm-hmm. to create the intro is probably one of my top ones just to... Yeah. Like really kick things off for the show, so that was good. Did they ever do any like? Would they ever sit around like do mock recordings sort of thing for you? No, because we I've done so little recording at home over the past few years. Well, I guess that's true. You mainly been I, here. Yeah, it's it's been here. Uh, even before the even before twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, we we just started here. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. 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 We yeah because you you were coming on but we didn't officially announce because it was tw- it was well twenty twenty is when we did the first Galaxy Con right you joined me for the Galaxy Con for that one yeah. is that that so but I think I'd been on a handful before but right. I wasn't technically co-host, a co-host but until after, after that. Yeah. the way we worked through COVID and everything it became the appropriate way to go so yeah you know thanks buddy I, no thank you no th- this. <laughs> The show wouldn't be the same without you, and uh, so with that, I mean, a top moment for you. I know you've done you've you've been able to do even more of the side uh, stuff than I have been. Yeah, over I, the years. Yeah, I will say that a top moment for me doing this was uh, was the first time I recorded with my daughter, uh, and she, you know she you know she just absolutely it was just fun, and I that was a little fifteen minute mini so. Oh yeah. Um, and I've, I think we did a couple more after the fact. Well, she she was even on a regular episode or two as well, if I remember correctly. At yeah, for one, moment, yeah, for one. moments here and there. But right. that, that I'll always because that'll that'll always <coughs> be ours, and that'll always be out there. So even when she's, even when I'm, you know, I'm I'm old and on my way out, uh, you know, I can oh absolutely I'll leave that, and she we can always have that, and she can watch, you know. And you know it's it was definitely a fun episode. That'll always be one of my, like my top memory. But I will yeah. say, doing this show, uh, doing the podcasting all together, uh, really, my daughter loved it. She got a kick out of it. Oh sure, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so much so that like I remember one time she's having, um, she was having a sleepover, and they decide you know my computer was in there, and my and the and the mic. Okay, so they did, okay. they were trying to you know hang out all night, pull all nighters, and and basically just record sure. kids stuff. And it was that's funny. And it was that's cu- good. Yeah, I, I not, like that. It's nothing I ever put out there because you know it's it was just no, kids no. stuff, and it was also someone else's kid. And I don't, I'm never would never do that. So right, right. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah. was just one thing that it, it was also a bunch of gibberish. It was like three hours of just them forgetting like, that the mic was be, on, be a little giggly, and just and... watching TV. Oh, you know, oh yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. I got you. So, oh, okay. But it was still, it was funny. You know, it was one of those things like she wanted to do it. She always wanted to be on. Uh, so bad. it was just um, she she got a kick out of it. Uh, so we had some really great times. So because of the show, that you know, that's something that came about. Right. Definitely one of my favorite moments. And I will say, second favorite would be the con. It would be the first time that we did uh, because that, I, it was all our first times doing it, anyways. But no, some, I no, I I did it the year prior, but I had um, I think Hunter and Steven with me. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you did do it. We we had twenty nineteen. And then, so, uh, well, yes, that was our first time. That was not my. I didn't see that. That's what thro- that's what throws everybody off is that 2019, mm-hmm. the Richmond Galaxy Con was in like June. Yeah, it was more summertime convention, and then I guess when they added a new city, a they later, changed it. Yeah, and it was 
uh, the last weekend of February in 2020. That's right. So that's, yeah, that's where the weird difference is. Yeah, so technically it was my, that my was, So that panel. was our first time, uh, right. which was fun, but I had only done Geek Father, no, excuse me, uh, GUI, the GUI main panel. Right. Geeks under the Influence panel, uh, which was a fucking well, and blast. It, yeah, we had, and, we had, well, and you saw it technically, even though it wasn't Oh, panel, smack my pitch up as well. Well, it, well, but it wasn't a panel, but you still had Smash Talk going on back then. Trying to. <coughs> yeah. You have episodes that are still up on the site. Well, I'll tell you, doing this uh, for as long as we have has really helped me. Because, uh, you know, I definitely, I'll tell you what, anyone out there um, that would like to get into the podcasting world, I will say that if you want to bring something out into it, do your best to make sure it is as. It's it's as structured as possible the way that you you want that right because you know things evolve and they change but you know for me it was it was I, I originally had one and then the kind you know the world you know then that it kind of changed into something else but then the world uh, fucking fell apart uh, and yeah you know everything was being talked about all the time and everybody was constantly in their homes and I was like I didn't you know I didn't I didn't want to go into that realm anymore it. There was nothing. To, there's nothing to talk about there. Be, that I besides to the about. things that 2020 opened up for people to realize in a good sense, it did. It did close some doors, you know. Realizing of the the, I'm gonna. I'm trying to think of the right word here. There's too much, too much information, and the way you were doing Smash Talk yeah, it was saturated. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was just. It, it's it's like with all the streaming mm-hmm. services. You're never gonna hundred percent keep up with every uh, yeah. show, every movie. Yeah, I originally whatever, wanted to talk you know? about you know get into real subjects and things like that, but then it just became uh, moot. At that point, I was like, that's pointless. And and the world now seems pretty dark at the. So you know, I wanted I I tended to drift towards more hopeful, lighter stuff, uh, right. which was exciting to do this because that really yeah, helped absolutely. Uh, and uh, so yeah, I would say all that you know, like I got a lot from it. Personally, no, and the, I'm definitely gonna. And with uh, bringing you on, I again much appreciated. The show was definitely being able to grow. I feel like we were on more solid ground over the past couple of years, even though we've had a roller coaster of stuff happening. Yeah, the the show's always been on solid ground, but it has led to unfortunately what we had to decide of where the pressures are and should the show keep going or. Well, it's been we, it's been a crazy fucking year already. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, we're, and we're only we're barely four months in, or not even four the, months in technically. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, the last half of fucking twenty twenty two was just was an absolute awful shit show. Oh, that was insane. There's a lot of lot yeah. of a lot of changes going on. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's we we grow and we adapt, and unfortunately. As solid as the show is and what we've done with it, and mm-hmm. um, we we can't take the show with us at this point. No, 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 um, no. It's it's time to it's time to take ourselves to to you know things that, and I, you know I'll t- I'll tell you I don't know what you you have plans into this, but I will say that we I, we I just bought a house in a market yeah. that was honestly yeah, somehow you a, did that some, yeah that that was that's a ballsy move but yeah. Yeah, we did it, and we, you know, so far have, you know, it's, we have, we'll move out and, and do all that. So, you know, like, life, you know, it's changing more. Right. And as it changes more, you have to change with it and uh, adapt or die. I, I'm a big fan of that. That's why I love, like, like, pump up the volume. That's why I love that, because <coughs> it's, 
it's one of those things where you, it can adapt. It can adapt. Yeah. It it wouldn't die. It, it can easily adapt through the decades up to where we're now. We are now. Oh yeah. If 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 you were to make a remake or reboot, however you wanted to put it, a pump up the volume. Yeah. Obviously, technology, certain things would have to be tweaked because of over the past well, thirty years. I'll tell you what. Before, but it can be done. Before we change anything about it, let me let me give anyone out there who hasn't seen it. This is a movie that came out. It was nineteen ninety. Uh, starred Christian Slater. It was directed by Alan Moyle, who, if you don't know, and if you're within our age range, uh, he was also he also directed Empire Records. Yes. So yes. you know, very much like to write as close to he could with his finger on the pulse of the youth at that time. Well, and like we were mentioning earlier, the the whole fact that he did it in a way more realistic viewpoint. As well, like you have your punk rockers or whatever in different movies or different, your different uh, cliques yeah. within a high school setting, Pump Up the Volume was probably the more realistic yeah. of any high school movie I've seen. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you do have, well, take a more, uh, I say more recent movie, but like Varsity Blues wasn't too bad, as in a very small football t- high school town. Yeah, I guess you know, it showed you, Texas, right? Yeah, it, it it showed a small town in Texas pretty appropriately yeah. from what I know of. You know, and I, but other movies, whether on purpose or just mm-hmm. however they're telling the story, like some of these groups and like cliques that you have, you're like, I, I don't know what they were doing in high school, but no. Yeah. Oh my God, like, it's well, crazy. I, you know, okay, here's, I'll give you a couple examples for movies that was probably closer around that time or at least within a few years of it. Uh, uh, Teen Witch. So anybody remembers Teen Witch? It was. It had the sh- it, like the main witch in it was like the shorter <coughs> lady, older lady from Poltergeist. Don't go into the light, Caroline. Really? Yes. And she's like a witch, and she, you know, the main character is like another witch who uh, the girl who plays the main character also plays the girlfriend. Not not girlfriend, but interest in um, Karate Kid Three. She makes the pottery. Um, uh, oh, oh, that's starting to ring a bell it, now in that movie. It's called Teen Witch. And so to give, so representation wow. in there, like, so there's this absolute terrible scene with, where, uh, the main character is walking down the street with her girlfriend, her, her best friend, you right. know, and there's a group of, uh, you know, just stereotyped, like, you know, 80, late eighties, Guido fucking buy the car, like, want to be, you know, want to be suburban white boy hip-hop at that time. Just doing terrible, you know, just terrible rap and doing the very just stereotypical, I mean, it was, it was, it's not tastefully done on any level. Fair. But just, but just to kind of give you where a lot of those movies is like that extreme representation of things and also probably not the most appropriate uh unfortunately that was a time and that's one thing that the plot like at least this movie i will say and from what i remember in like 1990 uh was very it's very close to it people you know people who are younger who want to copy styles or bring styles back don't really realize how muted things really were like oh yeah you know you look at uh saved by the bell and shit it's all super colorful super colorful and like 
just like any generation, like shit wasn't actually like that. Well, there's even those there, memes that have popped around going like, you think this is the 80s, and like you said, it's all super colorful, fluorescent, yeah, blah, blah. all the hairs, oh, no. and I'm like... But but then the side-by-side is this was what the 80s and even the 90s, you could say, were like the, the cheap, like wood-looking wallpaper, like yeah. just very dark, muted tones Man, what, throughout the what whole What part house. of the world, what part of the country, you know, like... Just because yeah. that around that time doesn't mean everything everywhere, especially in like in the United States, was like that for any oh, yeah. style or whatever the case. You know, there was there was particular types of style that you you remember from that time, but they varied. Oh yeah, it was, and it, but it, and also like anything, very muted or left over from the um, you know decade before. Or several well, decades before. I mean, I still remember growing up and going into some houses with like shag carpet. You know, like. Well, they made. I will say the the one thing about the 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 decades, the several decades before was the was manufacturing. They 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 genuinely made things that lasted. Oh forever. sure, yeah. So, that's there's no. That's why yeah. it stayed around for yeah. so long. You know, until people either had the money to like update it to whatever the new hip thing yeah. was and. And it wasn't with, I mean, I'm sure some people had some house decked out super neon, whatever. I'm sure, but, uh, yeah. But it doesn't look anything like it does in most of those movies no. or TV shows. And You're going to see an extreme like versions. Yeah, there was extreme versions of it. I mean, there's people who would dress or walk around, click certain ways. But at yeah. least in this movie, I will say it was so close to, uh, so close to, like, as a representation that I can remember. Uh, that it really watching it recently because we were just watching some clips before we jumped. Yeah, on yeah. It's like you know, it's like you don't you don't go, oh god, or right. oh, ugh. it's like you look at it and go, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, Christian Slater's character is living basically in the basement. Yeah, and he has just random stuff around. It's not like all super lit up. I mean, he has a couple like cool things. You're just like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, that, now, the character is originally from New York. You know, so That's you're, true yeah, too, there's yeah. a lot of places to obtain a lot of shit. You're right. Very, yeah, very true. Especially, yeah. you know, 1990. So, uh, you know, as it was set, but I'll, I'll do the quick plot is basically, uh, uh, Christian Slater plays Mark Hunter, high school student, family moves there from New York, uh, dad's big boss in the education system, um, and especially at the school he goes to. So he doesn't have any friends so in order to cope with everything, especially the change. He, he becomes, he basically starts an FM pirate radio station and it it basically he does it from his his basement there's parents right. basement uh, and now for those of you who are young enough that don't realize what an FM pirate radio station it's is it's a radio station just use google yeah it's a radio google that shit man it's it's the radio station that's not satellite the one that's like Q94, if you're in this area, or 102.1, like a right. radio station, except, for, you know. But, but his he's was... using the frequency that's not being used. It, correct. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's So he's, he's kind of broadcasting that out. Now, if you were to do that these days, you'd obviously have to go to something uh, obvious like TikTok. Um, oh, yeah. Now, in the plot, though, or in the movie, the, uh, Christian Slater's character, Mark Hunter, uses a voice disguiser. You know, so that he people don't know who he is. Right. He, you know, yep. it's very anonymous. So I can these days, I guess you could you could do that, but you'd have and it would be an effect that you do something with your voice, or you probably put a mask well, on. It, I mean, let, let's look at it from this term too, where uh, just looking at audio, you could still do radio, but you you would have more options for even just audio. 
Well, yeah. I mean, you could still do. He could still do radio. He finds an old ham, like an old ham radio style, uh, right? From his well, grandparent or that, his parent. or or even if you go as far as putting it out there on Spotify or just yeah. something, you know, just to really, if you want to look at the various ways you could update it. Now, obviously, there are things that authorities try to find him at one point so yeah you would have to update again you update the technology on how he's been avoiding certain things yeah well then they would but, just they would track him down by his ip address but I mean, there's but there's, there, but there's different could, things to to avoid that and you know or, and it, or he'd be his would be a podcast yeah exactly i mean that's i mean if you really think about it that is really like talk shows are the 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 beginnings of what 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 would become podcasts. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are going into podcasts, anyways. Right, especially exactly. talk show hosts uh, Conan O'Brien, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, well, and, and, and as TV much as I'm not crew. not really a fan of his, but Howard Stern. I mean, I remember when the big deal was when Howard made the jump to satellite radio. Yeah, so he would no longer be, be you know just cuss words weren't bleeped out. So content was not restricted, you know. It was which, from what I've seen, uh, video-wise uh, clips of of even shows within recent years, uh, it seems to have calmed down. Like once he had the freedom to do it, he was just yeah, he was just relaxed. Oh yeah, no, it it was definitely that first year of him on set. I remember just like because he was so syndicated, East Coast, New York, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean everybody was listening tooth and nail, like. Oh my God! What is he going to do on satellite radio? He's going to wreck shop. But then, yeah, you realize that you're just like, oh, and he and but he's been doing the same thing for so many years. That I I don't yeah. care, and he does stupid shit anyways. Just one man's right. opinion. Anyway, uh, let me re- sorry. Let me finish reading this so yes. that they know. So basically, his pirate station theme song is it's from you know they have a great soundtrack. This movie does. This it's soundtrack every, is killer. Everybody knows by Leonard Cohen. So, uh, you know, obviously we wouldn't have the rights and the money to play it. But no. definitely you should go check it out. I mean, it's a great song. Um, right. Well, again, you have te- you have technology at your fingertips. Just about yeah. it. Everybody should. Look up the soundtrack to this movie. It is top notch. I'll give you... I have a, a quick list, too, right here. Uh, the yeah. Jesus and Mary Chain. Uh, Camper Van... Uh, Beethoven. Prim- Rich- Richmond Locals there. Yeah. Primal Scream. Soundgarden. Ice-T. Bad Brains, Concrete Blonde, Henry Rollins, and Pixies. Descendants. And Beastie Boys. And Beastie Boys. Like old, old, old school. Well, yeah, it was well, all not eight- that. I guess, what was it, 90? So it was all licensed, late 80s stuff. Was it Licensed Ill? Probably. Or was it before that? Yeah, it was Licensed Ill because he made the reference about they, they didn't put the song on the first album, which was technically Paul's Boutique. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, it would have been off uh, Licensed Ill. Gotcha. All right. Well, so, all right. So, by day, Mark, he's, he's just, he goes to school. He kind of keeps himself. He's a loner. Yep. Uh, he can try, but at night, he goes on and expresses himself through his alter ego, uh, Hard Harry, or Happy Hard. Happy Hard, Happy Harry Hard On is his full name. Yes. Uh, as he refers to himself. Um, so, that's where it kind of starts. And then, as he's going through this, people write into the show you know, this is a voice speaking to that generation and speaking to the angst uh, and the... the, right. the And one the Hollywood side is is that the, there's a very specific thing happening at the high school, yeah. you know, just to 
And again, I say the Hollywood thing. I mean, but honestly, these days it's probably more true than anything else <laughs> with, with what with what the yeah. the evil teachers are doing. But it really is that whole like teenager versus yeah. well, teacher and that's, or... that's sort of like the back the subplot of of it. That, you know, like I mean, it's the plot of it overall arc like of your just general story right but it's so much more than that that that's that is a represent so what if you haven't seen it so what he's speaking to is that in the in the in the movie i wasn't gonna give complete spoilers well fuck it no this is 1990 if they haven't I mean, seen it they can go check it out it's just i mean you, they should anyways if yeah. you haven't even if you've seen it before go check it out again it's a great it's a rewatching. You can rewatch the shit out of this yeah. movie. So, it's, but essentially, is the principal of the school high school he goes to, uh, <coughs> which uh, essentially, like you know, any sort of any students that are issues or problems or have negative grades or, you know, somebody looking upon the school who's you know, so whatever their funding, their state funding goes, you know, this SAT an, uh, record, or technically an and... undesirable. Uh, yeah, is what they consider them, and that undesirable, you know, for whatever reason, they fail to test or whatever, they get thrown out of school, and and the 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 plot is essentially that the principal is doing this in order to get them all who she deems weak links, and gets them all out, right. uh, uh, in order to increase funding to the school. It uh, really boils down to greed, which unfortunately, like as for public school these days, uh, is not far. Uh, it's not far off, especially when it comes to things like SOLs and how the the, the scores are right. Viewed, oh, it's a, it's a total. This movie is a total precursor to SOLs because all they're doing is referring to SATs in the movie. Yeah, but the way they base SOL testing now, and also, oh, it's a total precursor to it. It is, and it's not something I pers- I've ever agreed with. And I really, as a parent, I'm watching this going, ah, you know, yeah. as the parents, like they're so ignorant, yeah, or they're not ignorant, but they're complacent, or they. They turn a blind eye to these yeah. things because, you know, they just don't see it. Well, even as Christian Slater's character's parents in the movie, how they, they talk about purpose, you know, oh, we were used to be anti-establishment, but now we're part of the establishment. And they, they think of it as like almost like a joke. Yeah. Like yeah. they're, they're just like, oh, that's who we are now. We're, we're, mm. we're fine. We used to be this and now yeah. we're this and, 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 you know, for a better life for our, our kid and. You know, I, it's not, I can't, I don't want to say that that's not wrong or right, you know, and the representation of it was actually very close oh, to what the, a there, lot of... There have definitely been decisions that I made, ba- made based, well, my decisions based on what's going to be better for my kids to, you know, for certain things that I definitely would not have made at 18, 19, 20 years old, long before they were with me, you know? Well, the dad in there, the dad in the movie says, says something very similar. Uh, was he's pay, played by uh, Brian? Uh, well, his character name is Brian Hunter, but Scott uh, Scott Pollan yeah plays his dad, and essentially that's he's just like, you know, it's you you know it's a it's a great area, you know, good school, uh, you know, I make good money, and and the wife's just like, oh, you know, you used to be that, like you said, this and yeah. that. You know, an activist, or used to, but now you know. You're it was just about like, the job, not the power yeah, and the money. The power and the money. He's just like, I still, <laughs> I still love the job, and I like the power and the money. And it's, it's one of those. It's so like you can definitely see, you know, parents like that that yeah. kind of turn that blind well, eye until shit. But but it's but it's falls what down. what a lot of it too is uh, what you really look at is 
like take his parents, they always had the best intentions. But it was also how they portrayed themselves or how they tried to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point his dad is like, there's like 1,200 kids in this school. There's got to be at least one of them that's cool. What does that have to do with Jack shit? Is there at least one student maybe? Is there someone you at least get along with? We are more accepting of loners these days, but at the same time, you wish you do have friends. But it's not about being the cool kids. Mm. You know, is there someone you're there? Or where the mom is like, we think you should see basically a therapist. We think you're perfect, but you've been so sad and droopy lately. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, it's 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 also weird to look at like this film and through the eyes of a parent now versus when a, you oh, know a, yes, someone yeah. either without a kid or a, a angsty you know teen, and it's it's a whole different you you look at movies like this and it's a whole different sort of view on it. Whereas I can actually see it through the parents' eyes of them being worried because you don't always know what's going on with your kid. And, right. And they but, but see, that that's what I mean. Like, his parents were so the, the well-intentioned. It was just how they tried to talk to him or how they portrayed themselves yeah. to him. Right. You know, it was... And he's screaming into the void. Right, exactly. Or, or the mic. But it might as well have been, you know, for... And he had people listening, and that's where he did. He locked himself in his, his you know, his basement, yeah. and he screamed into the mic to be heard. Right. To really be heard. Uh, you know, and I guess, and I can see that. And even from a parent's point of view, you know, my, my daughter at, at this age, uh, I'm, I, 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 I work on it all the time to make sure that I'm listening because I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to be not be listening and then something, you know, happen or they think you're not there for them. Right. And so I, you know, I get that. They hit a lot of, it hit home in a lot of different ways. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, it Watch it, re, kind of just rewatching the scenes of this. And it also has some great quotes and, from any perspective, I can definitely agree with some of the some of the quotes we'll get to. I later. still agree with the. I, I more side with this still with the teenagers though, even though I understand things a little bit better mm-hmm. for the sake of this story, the plot, the information that's there. I still side with the teenagers. Yeah, it's hard not. I mean, even in this world, the way it is, and uh, without you know, when it comes to the te- with teenagers or kids in general, yeah. Um, you know, be listening or paying attention, uh, watching what environment you put them in. Uh, like all those yeah. things is from a parent's perspective is so, it's so important that any parent worth their salt stresses about it constantly. You know, I, I know I do like, oh, the, oh, you know, but the but, constant stress, but also finding the balance of you do need to let them be independent, mm-hmm. you know, especially as teenagers. Like I think about the stuff I did when I was like 16, 17, having a car, actually being able to go out and do stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, how were my parents not completely losing their hair? And like, well, you probably weren't checking Facebook or your text messages. That's the way to do it. That's a huge, that's a big, such a big thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, it's such a, that, that right there, it's, it's like how things change, like technology. Even if you were to do this movie today, you know, we'll get, smack my pitch area up. But I'm not changing. But if you yeah. really were, you'd have to do it those certain ways. And I think it would probably be something that was uh, YouTube based uh, <coughs> or something that was TikTok based. And he and the the happy Harry hard on in this movie translated today would have a much wider audience. But would you right. think he'd still be speaking the truth to them? As it stands now, and honestly, watching it again, I'd say, 
you know, uh, from what I see going on in the world and as a parent and from what I hear from my kid, what I see with my own yeah. eyes when I go into the school and watch how they interact, like when I have to drop her off or there's a mm-hmm. meeting or something, it's, you know, it's it can be scary out there, you know? There, there's, oh, absolutely, There's some yeah. that's way more aware and there's some that aren't, some, but more are aware than aren't, and but it's also such an, it's more aggressive. Than probably it's ever been. Oh sure, yeah. In a lot of different ways, and to, and social media has a lot to do with that. So I wonder what the impact of a show like that, and what kind of truths it's speaking to that youth uh, would have right. on a wider audience. You know, what would you see happen from that? I mean, in the movie, yeah, they they rally behind him because he's speaking their truth where that no one was listening to them. Yeah. And so they rallied. Well, yeah, they they were able to keep it located in one high school, one little town. One little town. You know. But it would be. Right? Because you didn't have the tech to go any further unless maybe one person across, if you have a huge, like, ham radio, it might be able to, like, get to one person and and talk to them. And it's still very, very early days of any internet access. And you definitely, you didn't didn't have it in a random suburb neighborhood. I'll tell you you what, like, you didn't hear that at that point. No, no, no. That was no, several no. years later. Yeah, that was three to four years later. At yeah, least. about ninety four. Yeah, yeah, but about ninety four is where you started to hear. But even then, your reach still wasn't that wide. Like YouTube comes around now, TikTok. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's global instantly, if especially if it's popular. I, if, if, if we had to remake the movie, I would go the YouTube route because it, like so many other things, YouTube. You know, if, if you only have the We'll even say, based on today's numbers, maybe say 2,000 followers, just based on students alone. Yeah. That's still not enough reach for YouTube to grow that big. But a catalyst, depending on how you want to write this next Hollywood, I'm giving you gold here. (laughs) All right? You know, how you want to write this, you you know, does the reach go further to, you know, for that whatever you decide on what the subplot is that the reach goes further to actually bring in the help that's needed, you know, because this, this movie doesn't end on a happy note. Technically. I, do, I mean, it doesn't not end on a happy note. It's it doesn't very, end on a sad note, not a sad note, but it's also not a, I mean, Chris, that character isn't all of a sudden like, well, we're going to let you go because you found this out. No, he's still arrested, and far, as far as we know, he's still locked up in jail. No, nah, they wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, he didn't... He didn't I'm he didn't, just saying. Yeah, I don't think that... I think as a... I, I would be interested to see a, a sequel now to kind of explain where that, that backstory... I think it was probably he went in and then got out. Because he was, right. he was still, you know, I think... Well, Sir, served 30 days probation for so many yeah. years. Not, I think not he was 17, to... he wasn't 18. So he was just, yeah, he, he too, was yeah. just under the age. And at that time, they took it a little more seriously, I guess. Now, they, they, now they'll prosecute a kid pretty well, quick compared actually, to back then. And the thought train just keeps going. Because also, I was going to say, it's all also based on, are they going to add in, like, the charges of the kid who committed suicide? You know, because they were trying to place blame now on that's, him for that. That's definitely something that, if you translate it today, and it was like YouTube based or something like that, that would definitely be something you would see circulated around on certain certain uh, certain media's that would use that as a way to basically burn a book or something along those lines. Where it's like, listen, he is the reason why. You know, this kid decided well, to because in the movie he kills himself, but he doesn't. He doesn't. It's not that he blames anybody, but Happy right. Harry. So, 
context is that he received Happy Harry Hardon or Christian Slater's character, Mark, receives a letter from a kid who's thinking about killing himself. He leaves the num writes a number on it. So he calls the number and he speaks to them to him. Now he he never in any way says to do it or or tries to, to talk him into anything <coughs> like that. He was trying he was talking him. He was just talking to him. From right. what, uh, and and then they got off the phone and you know and it happened and he killed himself. So he, th after that incident, he of course you know he beats himself up because he to him he never said stop. Yeah, he he didn't provoke him right technically, but he also didn't say don't do it. Yeah, well, what did technically you know. like he didn't provoke him at all. You know, he talked no. to him like a. He talked to him, but never, never once was like you should. He he never told him to do it, but he just didn't say stop. Right, don't do it. And that he'll, that's a, something that that character I think will carry around for their remainder of their life. Oh, is sure, the regret yeah. of not saying stop. And you know, these days it'd be more brutal. You know, because you have more people like, oh fuck, you know, they want to attack somebody online. They're like, oh, go kill yourself and that sort of thing. Like it's. It's awful. So in, right. yeah. in this world, I just, you know, writing that into a movie to be contemporary, that would be, it would be a heavy hitter. I mean, you'd have to touch on a lot of, well, because a lot of nerve and like, you also got to look at the, hit a lot of nerves. The people who are crying wolf as well with the same thing, unfortunately, which makes it hard to determine what's going on, especially in the movie situation where he gets letters from people trying to talk shit. Which they're they're just telling bullshit stories, which he's like he's like haha funny, whatever. Yeah. But there are times where not as much anymore, but I, I remember especially in the nineties, there were a lot of people it, it was a whole thing, I'm just gonna kill myself and there were a couple times where like, Well, are they? And people realize Are they dramatic could, or yeah, they really... are they being dramatic? Are they just looking for attention? You know, it's it's different things, and it's it's taken seriously a lot more seriously now. Uh, and I will say that's a that's a good point to bring up because that leads to in this is something that uh, where still at that time, even even nineteen ninety, uh, the stigma on mental health, and, right? Oh yeah, and so yeah. you know you what you had is a is a generation of kids keeping it to themselves and never never. You know, and basically exploding, yeah. uh, which is which is probably true today. There's more avenues for them to express themselves well, than and, there were then. And dealing with back, more so back then, because I remember kind of living through some of that, like helping out friends in high school. And we're talking about early to mid-90s for me. Yeah. The hypocrisy of teachers and such. We're here for you. We care about you. But you say anything... Or try to just, like, I need to vent for a moment. And you say something that they deem is unsafe. Yeah. They're ratting you out to the next person. Or calling your parents or calling the principal or doing, you know, this and that. And you're just like, no, dude, I just, I was having a bad day. I just needed a moment. You're an adult. You're supposed to help me. Right. But now all you heard certain words or certain things. And now you're deeming me this, like, like, like what they did in the movie. Like, yeah. this like reprehensible person that shouldn't be here and you know i've, uh, I've you know the school, that. the school yeah i think everybody has the school counselor sort of thing and it's you know and i will i'll say that i've experiences in real life too you know there there's there's some that you know generally care but for them i you know it's 
it's hard. I saw a video recently, and I don't know how old it is uh, or how real it is, but the video was put together as such that it was a high school graduation, and you didn't see the valedictorian talking, but you hear them talking, and they're right. thanking all of the staff of the school that was never there for them. Like this, and they got to the, thank you, thank you for uh, you know, thank you to the school counselor for uh, parading off your student who went to Harvard, but you never fucking helped me, like that sort of thing. Right, right. Uh, and I, you know, it's it's on one end, it's a lot to deal with, but on the other, it's 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 probably pretty true, and I don't think that that's really ever changed, like that. Oh no, definitely not. Now there there are more teachers who do care, which is part of where younger younger ones that younger take, ones, they take it seriously and they they, they the stigma and, and where we've always there. supported yeah. where teachers need to be paid more, they need better funding in the schools. You know, th- there are things like that. But that yeah, unfortunately, you still have the people where they go in there and they're just like, oh, I'm going to do this, and like like the dad. Yeah. Well, I'd like to power in the money now, you know, where it's, you know, I've got the advantage all around instead of just enjoying what I do. Yeah, who was uh, the teacher in uh, in Pump Up the Volume who was oh, the, uh, yeah. what she was, was the name? English teacher. Uh, yeah. She, uh, in the movie, that the principal fires her uh, for asking, a que- for basically being curious, you know, very... Well, curious and even defensive yeah. uh, or defending... You know the student population to some degree. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who that character was. I want. <coughs> let's see. Yeah, she was. I think it's Lala. Well, no, that's not who it is. I'll have to figure out. I don't who know. The... I I usually do IMDb, so I'm not sure where you're at. Uh, I am actually on. I'm doing the. That's the mom. That's the mom. She was. She was actually in quite a few things at the time. Seth. Seth Green. Oh wait! Yes, a very Jan young Seth Emerson. Green. Yes, it was Ellen Green. I wonder if that is that Seth Green's like. No, that, they're spelled differently. Oh, well, yeah, but what that. like I was saying, there is definitely a very young Seth Green, very early. Well, he's he's always done movie. He actually, I mean, he was a child actor technically. Mm-hmm. He um, just never had a starring role. I think until somewhere in the later well, in the nineties. He was yeah. He was in uh, Airborne. He Super was in, long hair. But, but but even Just that, a few years even after that, that was even that was still technically mid nineties, dude. He was what, airborne. The, yeah, airborne's ninety two, ninety three. Uh, double check find that. Out. He was the little brother in Can't Buy Me Love. Oh Jesus, was he? Yes, and that was like mid eighties, I think. Yeah, so ninety three. Okay, ninety three is when. Uh, is when that movie came out, which, by the way, had Jack Black in it too. Oh, I knew about that. Yeah. Oh, I knew about the Jack Black in that. That's that's. Did that's he just call me a stuff. piece of woman's underwear? <laughs> yeah, bruh. Oh, but yeah. So that time, you know, Pump of the Volume was actually really, really well done depiction of that time, and seemed to, and really, I'll tell you, the director uh, and that script, uh, you know, my some, oh, some a few tweaks, the minor tweaks, man. But you could, you could. You could use that dialogue today where, uh, you know, there wasn't, um, you know, there wasn't uh, any verbiage to like gay bash or, or, or no. you know, or actually anything. not, not that I can remember. Don't quote me on that. Though. I'd have to, I'm going to watch it again and I want to, and I'm going to go through each one. There but, is, there is one. All right. I mean, for, it's, it's for, 1990, off, so it's hard. Well, to, first off, I'm going to just have an openly gay 
character. Yes. Regardless of a main character support, just how oh, it, it was no like openly talking uh, about their experience and something bad up. that happened to them. But yeah. remember, it was the cop that was just like, "Oh, did you used to basically make it making a derogatory term?" And the guy catches back like. Going basically, going. You're forgetting these are teenagers. Yeah, you're for yeah. You you're forget like, you forget that you're dealing with teenagers. Like, yeah. So there was a slight clap back. There could be a way better one written now for sure. Yeah. But there, there, the one derogatory thing that I recall was, and of course, well, of course, it's a cut. It, well, it's but, uh, it's one of the best snapbacks of the movie, and being a movie that was probably being made in like '89 or '88. Oh, sure, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then released 1990. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't. I gotta find the actor's name, but it was I one of the only African American actors in the. Uh, or, oh yeah. Uh, uh, actors in the in the movie, I'm pretty sure, but he had one of the there, best. Oh, there uh, there was a, there was a student. There probably were some students and background characters, but in terms yeah. of like a damn good line, because it's a hell of a snapback. So it is good. It's not. It's definitely not progressive at all. But it's you know it's something. That's where that's where there's there's tweaks and there's things that you can do with the characters. Oh, absolutely. To bring it more contemporary and to make sure that the representation's there and yep. it's properly represent represented and not you know preaching one thing or another, but just giving an accurate representation of life. Especially for teenagers, at you're this talking time. about the diversity of a certain age group. Yeah, you've got to encompass. I mean, again, like there, there were other characters, but to have more like yeah. to have a more diverse characters involved yeah. would be the the where the where the remake comes in. Like that could go way stronger than the original. Yeah, well, yeah. So and it's gonna. I mean, it'll reach a contemporary audience, you know. And as yeah. we've grown up and if we've evolved. You know, as so should things that we love because they, you know, they should evolve to with us. Absolutely. Right? And yeah, be yeah. better as we try to be better or hopefully try to be better. Right. And, you know, so. Oh, and it, do, it does break my heart, too, that the dad from Teen Wolf is the is one of the bad guys in this movie, too. He's the, he guy, he's the head of the FCC. He is. He was, you know, he was such great. He was so great in Teen Wolf. Oh, I, love I will him. tell you what, though. I, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said about past cinema of the past. And yes, yeah. not represent not pre- representing things properly or right. But even even people who do stand out against that, well, you know, they grew up with these movies. Like there's some, there are things to take from it that are wonderful. Absolutely, you know, that are yes. just, not just nostalgia, but that are great. And now yep. I, I've watched quite a few as an as a grown man, and I've gone, oh God, no. Like oh, either yeah. this is really bad or this is really. Oh yeah, bad. there have been some movies where you go do that rewatch years and years later, and you're like, I hold this movie in so many ways close to my heart, but some of this dialogue and some of the things that they're saying, oh, I'm just like, all, no, like, can't I'm like, well, that. I'm hearing, no. I'm going, oh god, that is awful, right? Like, yes, no wonder it was so deep part of the lexicon because with with the the with certain times because that when it when you get fed into it and that's party. It's just you know those sort of those things become normal yep. speech until you you realize they're not and they're not yeah. right and definitely shouldn't be part of normal speech you know yeah. you're just like no whoa whoa okay that's why like for Monster Squad I love it it's still one of my it's one of my favorite movies but if I let you know if I watch it now if I let my kid watch it or we watch it together I watch the uh, um, edited version uh, because where yeah. the, I call it the the modernized version in terms of dialogue, where certain things that really don't need to even be in there are clipped out. But yeah. back then, no, that, that's you, it was very normal part of it. But 
as I've gotten older, I'm like, I enjoy it. Now I enjoy this version more. If I watch the original version, I'll like, you know, there's, I'm like, I'll cringe. Yeah. Dude, the cringe on. And I don't want to like so, sit there with my kid and be like, and make him be like, you know, have them see that because the world's going to show them things, but that, that doesn't make it right or wrong. I don't want her to like see something that's loved and go, oh, well, those words are right. Or I should say this or should yeah, say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. Uh, that of that of that age, you're not going to really find that now, of course. No, but, no, 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 no. Uh, of that of that time, for right. sure. You know, oh, yeah. when you show them those videos that you those movies that you love. Um, but I tell you oh, what, man. I think we're probably are we where are we at? Are we um, here to the end? I just want to make sure that we in there. We yeah. get these quotes in here. Let's do There's the some, quotes now. Some great quotes. Yep. Some of the uh, well, the the two that you should take away from this. And this is what I, I guess it's the way I've looked at it is the these are the quote the two main quotes that I will say that have carried with me are so be it because sometimes that's just the way life rolls with yeah, you so be it so be it yes. and then the just the talk hard and to me that is probably one of the inspirations for the podcasting we do for the way we handle ourselves is that. I may not be able to always express myself properly, but I'm going to talk hard so you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know, like to do my best to put it out there. Yeah. So, and... Put my the, truth out there. Right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that's that's one line that's that's something where, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer of, of everyone needs to live their truth. Uh, you have to live yeah. your truth. You can't attack others for not understanding that. Yep. Uh, because that doesn't that makes you no better than them. Exactly. Basically, a gatekeeping almost. Well, yeah, it doesn't make you any better when you do it. the thing about fighting fire with fire is it creates more fire. It doesn't put itself out. Right. Uh, so you you know you, you come you come at something in the same manner that you've received. Uh, for the most part, it's not always going to yield the kind of results that makes things better. Doesn't you know or or worse or whatever you know? Yeah. I'm not saying one way or another. I'm just saying that. Uh, you know, we have to be able to accept in order to evolve. Right. Uh, at the end of the day. And that's for everybody, at least in yeah. my opinion. I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, but with that said, you know, also like I've got a list of quotes. But one of them is yeah. uh, they say I'm disturbed. Well, of course I'm disturbed. I mean, we're all disturbed. And if we're not, why not? What do you think about that? What does that mean to you? I love it. I mean, thinking about um, the the... Honestly, the the ideal song that should have gone in this movie should have been Suicidal Tendencies Institutionalized. Was it out then? Oh, dude, yes. Okay. Dude, you would know better ins, than I ins, am. Institutionalized was like 80, yeah. definitely in, in the 80s. You're much older than I am. So. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but, but that's the whole thing of just like, I'm disturbed, and I should be disturbed because of, again, just like the way Institutionalized describes of you expect me to be this way, or you don't like the way I become, but I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm going to the schools you sent me to, to your churches, to your, you know, all these different things. So, yeah, I'm going to be disturbed because I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing this, and if I'm just complacent, I'm, I'm nothing. Well, well, that's an interesting take. Hmm. You know, so I thought, I thought about that earlier. Uh, for me, I'll tell you, for me, and I don't, I don't know, tell me if it, if it falls within range, but for me, it was, 
that meaning that we're all disturbed and if you're not why not uh you know i don't necessarily you could take it literally be like oh disturbed like oh i'm crazy i'm gonna hurt somebody but that's not always what that means i think what 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 it's meant to mean at that time is that you know we we are all going through something you know we're all we're all fucked up because of something you know everybody is i don't care how and the more perfect your life looks on the outside, probably more, it's more fucked up on the inside. So, yeah. you know, unfortunately, uh, we've all gone through something. We all have trauma or something that, that disturbs us. Uh, and if you're not going through it, then are you, I mean, are you even alive? Why not? Are you yeah. not living? Like, how could you not? You know, life's going to give it to you anyway. So why not? And yeah. allow yourself to realize it about yourself truth uh maybe it'll help you on a journey to fix some of that shit and that's what i took from it no fair enough and it it sounds it it all kind of goes hand in hand for a lot of stuff it's just all a matter of your position on it and what what level you're at basically of of that disturbance if you will yeah so that's that's so there's that's definitely one of those quotes that stand out for sure no that's Uh, a good one i love that really good one um Another one is uh, quitting is not going to make you stronger. Living will, and I, I, oh yeah, and that's right there at the. That's that's part of that like last speech that he's giving too at the end. It is, yeah, it's true. Uh, I that every I, every time I <laughs> I've, I've watched this movie or I've watched clips and I, I hear that and he's acted so fucking beautifully uh, by Christian Slater, but it's it's such a it, quitting. It's not it doesn't make you stronger. Right. Quitting doesn't make you stronger. Going through it, living will moving forward, always forward. You know, that's that's yeah. the only you don't get stronger standing still. Uh, yeah. You know, like that uh, or going backwards. And I really I like that quote. Even now, you know, kids these days or teenagers, it's they're so you know it's it's so it's it's I think it's harder for them. And there's so much going on, and they don't. You know, like we've talked about before, the emotional center of the brain, you know, doesn't fully develop until way to later oh, yeah, in life. Yeah. So you figure as a teenager or, or or close to it or just a kid all together, you know, how much you can see, but how much you just simply don't understand. Well, dude, and, and that's you. That's going to be one of the main times for a lot of people where, I mean, that's where a lot of the ultimate chemical imbalance just with the changes of puberty, adolescence. You know, so many chemical changes, so many physical changes, so many. You're you're in a constant state of flux as a teenager. Yeah. You know, and compared to other parts of your life, I mean, there there could be other things. I mean, that's never a definitive thing. But, I mean, yeah, for for a teenager, you, that that's part of where the understanding's got to come from is that they're not going to be sure on what they want or how they got to do it. No. And they're pissy. But, yeah. Oh, you know, they're pissy. They're pissy. For I don't sure. even have a teenager and they're pissy. I have so. a preteen. Uh, and she's great. I love her with all my heart and I'm, pr- I'm proud of her, but she can be pissy. Yeah. Pretty pissy. Uh, Fair. Th- which actually, it's, you know, l- that leads into another great quote, which oh, is yeah. being a teenager sucks. That, But that's the whole point. Surviving it is the whole point. And I totally right. agree with that. It does suck. It sucks for every generation. It has sucked for every generation. 
some just, level for some reason for yeah whatever and, influence and, and, yeah. and i don't think it gets any easier the ever as generations go on i think it gets more difficult especially now with all you know the information that comes from every direction just inside the brain constantly in there swirling well, around and, the, and it goes back to the burden of what are your parents telling you to do what are the expectations of your parents what are you capable of doing what is it that you want to do and compare, you know, it's, it's, oh, or it's man. not knowing any of that and being okay with it, but understanding, you know, I've always told my, my kid whenever she, especially if, if things go down or, you know, bad day or whatever, but I was telling her like, listen, get through high school, get yeah. through high school. And then at, when you're done with high school and you, whatever it's college, you know, I, I, I genuinely, you know, I push for her to do, learn something that she loves regardless. Right. You know, but that's where you can, that. That is where it'll start for you. Really start for you. Oh, and absolutely. I was like, it's going to, unfortunately, you'll have some great times, but it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And you just get through it. And that's a great quote. Being a teenager sucks. That's the whole point. You guys, surviving, it's literally the whole point. Yeah. No, and very, very true. Like, you know, the, the whole thing where people talk about, like, peaking in high school or... Like, what you do in high school is what truly matters for, like, college or what you do later. No, it really doesn't. But at least those are your initial steps. But it doesn't define on what you're going to be doing in another 10 years. What matters is what you do later. Right. Uh, If you're one of those people who has your entire life set out for you in a roadmap, and that's what roadmap you follow, fine. That's how you've done it. But for a lot of people, for most, that is simply not the case. And being a teenager sucks. I, I don't care how mapped out so or good it sucks, and uh, you know, so just survive it. You know, don't think that it ends. Everything stops or and starts there, so that everything bad that's happening uh, is the rest of your life because it's literally not. You're no. literally it's it's not. And then once you get through it, um, you know, then you then your life can really start uh, for you. Absolutely. So yeah, very very a, true. That's a great quote. Good one. All right. Um, now, there's quite a few in here. I, I, I read through every single one of these earlier. It's really hard to 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 pick a perfect one because they're all they're all so good. So I'll just stop. I'll just um, let's do a final pick here. Let's see. What, let's see. What do you think would be? Well, 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 in the meantime, remember, my dear, I can smell a lie like a fart in the car. <laughs> so, that's just a good one. That's yeah. Just a, yeah. Okay. I'm good. I picked one. Okay. Make it good. Mm, can I say one real quick? That's a that's a funny one. And one more funny one. Well, All it's right. not funny, but it's well well written. It, okay. Now 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 I'm depressed. Now I feel like killing myself, but luckily I'm too depressed to bother, which it the, the subject matter's not funny, but the punchline is that, you know, how you're just in that cycle. Right. Of but shit. it's delivered yeah. well into the film. But Absolutely. Don't yeah. live your life by that. No, that that is. All right. I, and the I final line is feeling screwed up at a screwed up time in a screwed up place does not necessarily make you screwed up. Very true. It's not, you know, you're you're not always That holds as, true at any age. That's that that's why I saw it and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's the one." That's I've had days like that recently. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, dude, that's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, every I think I might go through small bouts of that every day. Damn right. Yeah. Well, yeah, depending on work did and I, stuff. Yeah. yeah did sure. I screw up? Did I screw up my job? Did I did I lose Oh my god, did I did I screw up my kid? Like 
Oh, yeah. Who did I piss off now? Yeah, who did what, I piss off? What did I not do right? Yeah, did I forget to pay something? Yeah, yeah, it's... <sighs> in a world that goes, you know, in a, in a, in a world right now it's seemingly chaotic, and is chaotic. Yeah. Uh, I totally get that. So, uh, for everyone listening, uh, if we have any uh, anything that's not our given advice, but something that we, we, we love is that it's okay to not be okay, which is a cliche now. <laughs> Used to be really well said, but now it's, right. it still is, but now it's cliche. But just remember, feeling screwed up at a screwed up time and a screwed up place does not necessarily make you screwed up. Very true. And and that holds true to, honestly, what we've always said on the show as well. As parents, as people, as partners, parents, people, partners, yeah, yeah, the three Ps, uh, that holds true to all of it because you're never going to have... Not every day is going to be perfect. You're not always going to do the right thing, even though you intend to do the right thing. Something will always be messed up. Or there will always be and, a problem to fix. Yeah. Or a problem that you can't fix. You know, and that's, that's really important to, decide, uh, to kind of to remember as you go through it that there are just some things you can't fix. There's some things you can't make better. Right. Uh, so the more you waste your time on that, the more you're wasting your energy on things that you really can make better, whether for yourself, your family, your friends, yep. uh, or just the people generally around you, Very uh, true. whomever they may be. Exactly. And that, that's why I try to, especially with my children, where even if we have a bad day, arguments, whatever, excuse me, at least by bedtime, I try to sit there and say, hey, I know it was a bad day, but I love you. We'll work through it. Well, you know, I try to try to put that, keep that positive something in their brain as they go to sleep, so they can hopefully at least wake up refreshed, have a new, have a good viewpoint to start the day. The problems may still be there, could be worse, could be better. Who knows? But we're starting in a better place. You know, if you can help it, don't let them go to bed angry. Exactly. Or don't go to bed yeah. angry yourself. It, well, if yeah, you can that's, help it. Absolutely. Uh, and that, that's exactly what I mean. It, it's just like because I didn't want to say angry, just because there there's all sort there's all sorts of stressors. Yeah, there's you all know? sorts of emotions and triggers. But you know, you know generally the the general saying kind of encompasses like you know don't go to bed upset. However, because you, usually you're having a fight with somebody, yeah. and you know, or something happened, or yeah. kind of rock your world a little bit, and. Very, very you true. have to deal with it, but you try to, you know, it's important to let let your kids know regardless uh, whether they, you know, is be consistent, constant all the time as right. in whatever happens that, that they know that you love them regardless. And that's not going to stop, go away or diminish with time or actions. Absolutely. Uh, you are our children. Uh, doesn't matter what happens. We'll always, always love you. Right. Uh, so, uh, and if, if you, you know, if you love your kids, go make sure you go tell them tonight and every single night while they'll do it as much as you can. While they'll whenever li- you can. Yeah, while you they'll know. listen. Oh. Get those hugs in while you can. Even if they're not listening, as long as you say it and they're within earshot. Yeah. They can hear you. They may not be listening, but as long as they can hear you and they know where you're coming from, you you're you're off to a way better start than so many other people. Yeah. So I mean and so go kick some ass, I guess. Yeah, go do it, guys. Uh, that and that's remember really... and remember to watch really remember to watch things with your kids, whether it's movies or whatever you're into, but particularly movies 
you know, games, but just be there with them as much as you can. Introduce your loves, and they'll and they will definitely be showing yeah. you theirs. And they'll ch- and, and they'll love some, and they won't love others. But I know. but you'll you'll instill part of that on them of the things that you love. I, I definitely pushed Star Wars and Doctor Who way too early on Logan. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars, I pushed. I I didn't push it. I would like put it on, and then she'd see, you know, the the lightsaber, and be immediately hooked. Yeah, I mean, they, the the they they'll still watch some stuff with me, but for Logan, it was definitely like, no, this will be our show. This will be our thing. Yeah, you know, and and he's just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and um, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just do this. I'll watch it by myself this time. You know, yeah, but for, for me and my kiddo, it's Stranger Things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's you know, it's actually it's several shows. We have we have several shows we love to watch together. That's definitely the main one. Uh, Flash was one. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. But uh, as she's gotten older, it's it's gotten a little more mature. But definitely Stranger Things. That's ours. Like forever, forever for the end of time. You know, that'll be. That's our show. I've I've got my video game junkies, and then we have a, just a couple of our random family shows and different things. And like because I I get I still get the I don't want to watch that it's boring blah blah blah. But I'm like no, it's Daddy's turn for the for the main TV. Yeah. It's my TV. You know blah blah blah. Put it on. Both of them are just locked in, and it's like oh, this is the boring show, huh? Yeah. I'm not going to say nothing because that'll break your concentration. It's, it's different but... when they've got a choice. When they don't have a choice, they're like. I guess I'll just see what this is. And they're like, yeah. yeah. Or it's even stuff that they've watched before. They're just trying to be like, they didn't get their way. Yeah. So that's, you know. Yeah. So they're being stubborn. Exactly. Yeah. Well, as they all are. As, as they, they all, all are. Or as they all can be. As yes. we all. So, uh, you know, sad now. I know. We we got to wrap up. We, we've definitely gone longer than we have in a while, but we wanted to make sure the full experience is there. Um, Guys, all I can say is thank you. I know I know, I say it plenty of times, but uh, thank you very much for listening all these years, for staying with us. Even Hopefully this is not your first episode checking us out because I'm sorry for the disappointment. And then, <laughs> but uh, fortunately, and here's where I'll go ahead and give the plugs as we do too, because all the episodes, uh, even the ones that I had as just the geek father, are still located on GYPodcast.com. That's right. The episodes will stay up just like GUI Flagship does. We're not getting rid of anything. This does not mean that we are 100% done. We are just unsure of what the future holds and what we need to do to get to the future. Yeah. So, uh, again, guys, so much appreciated. Uh, I still I still plan on doing a few, I, and I've been bad about it this year specifically, but there's still social media stuff like uh, Instagram uh, the Geek Father uh, was a Geek Father's GUI, uh, Twitter uh, at Geek Father's One, all that stuff. Where I, I still may post some like just funny little memes, jokes, whatever it may be. There's a couple other sites that I like to share stuff yeah. with. And GUI so. Network is well, we're working on, um, uh, you know, sure, you know, we're always working on other things and together as a team and. Uh, you know, we're trying to plan something, yeah, or Hob- sh- Hobbit's always sh- Hobbit's always creating something new, so right. Uh, especially maybe trying to do more, something more live, which has been which is a blast. Oh yeah, yeah. Do any live performance we can do would be fucking awesome. That'd be a blast. But um, there we both of us will be part of new shows, and of course, still guesting on our friend shows. Oh, we're not oh, going anywhere in that. No, capacity. no, we're we're definitely not going anywhere, guys. So, 
I again, what what was it? I think what I did, uh, I finally released the first Geek Father. It was summer of twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I think twenty seventeen. I want to say was it that recent after the actual GUI started? It could have been because GUI started two thousand fifteen. Yeah, well, just a few months after. So, uh, years I I've been doing the show, and like I mentioned earlier, my deepest appreciation and love to my co-host who jumped on. We should have totally gotten you on earlier. But again, the way life and the way we try to plan things and the way things go, who knows? Yeah. We're flexible. But we we came together the past few years have been great doing this show as far as I'm concerned. I still enjoy doing it. It breaks my heart we have to pull it away. But again, we've it's not a like decision mm-hmm. made, but we we've had to do it and la 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 life goes on. on. Oh damn it. Nobody. Life goes on. Of course you do. Life, 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 life goes, goes on. on. So there you got it. You got a little ditty there at the end. I'm sorry about that too. But uh, <laughs> but guys, keep an eye out. Um, this episode will be here. This show will be forever ingrained with us. And like I've said a five billion million times already, guys, thank you for we. There was never high expectations for this show to have numbers like GUI from the Mouths of Madness, whatever. Yeah. But friends and other people who have found us, you've been there. You've supported the show still. You've given us the even the slightest bit of numbers. So thank you very much for everything you guys have done to be part of the Geek Fathers universe. Um. Uh, honestly, la- I, la- last words. Last and final words. I will say that uh, if there's anything I can leave you with, uh, is that you know, as as crazy as everything is, um, there's 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 a couple of things that you can do. Maybe maybe even a few. Is one is keep hope any way anyhow that you can. Uh, try to do more, or just treat people decent. Uh, you know, don't yeah. don't be a dick. That's all I can say. Is that really at the end of the day. Regardless of who you are, where you come from, you know, just try to be open and don't be a dick. It's okay to Amen it's to okay that. to it's okay to be kind. That's the it's one thing that we have plenty of, and yet, it's, yet we're running short of every day. It's, it's even okay to be angry, but how your actions portray that can make a big difference. Yeah, and so it's yeah, it's it's okay to be kind. It's other oh, it's okay to show kindness. Kindness isn't weakness. It's strength in the face of something telling it's weak. And, you know, it. it's okay. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick? Don't be a dick. Oh, and don't forget, join us. We'll cry. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters 
Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>